Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 6, you will hear stories from our seventh collection, Twists and Turns. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. A Tap at My Door by Rebecca S. Holder Help me? The question was as soft and fearful and imploring as her beautiful brown eyes. In her hands were an empty pill bottle and a smartphone. Holding them forward, she repeated her plea, Help me? Standing at my door was my new neighbor, a lovely young Middle Eastern woman, mother of two and four-year-olds, and wife to a much older naturalized citizen. Through broken English and a translation app, I learned her husband was in the Middle East on business for three months, and she was almost out of medication. She and her children were alone in a country where they knew no one, and she barely spoke the language. I invited her in. A couple of phone calls and a very patient pharmacist later, I managed to get her prescription ordered and set up on auto-refill. Her relief was palpable as the fear and anxiety drained from her body. She sank down on the sofa. Thus began our three months of an immersive cultural exchange. Food was carried back and forth almost daily, hers richly aromatic traditional Arabic dishes, mine down-home southern fare sans pork. Her young boys had an instant affinity for my husband as he dropped to the floor among the toy cars, plastic dinosaurs, and building blocks to roughhouse and play while she looked on in amazement that a man would engage so freely with children. Through a video chat we met her family across the ocean and a seven-hour time difference. We were honored guests at her son's third birthday party. We praised her first attempt at buttercream frosting. Anissa's English improved exponentially, and our conversations grew longer and deeper, covering everything from hometowns and family to customs and lifestyles. Eventually, we drifted into our respective beliefs and religions. Together, we marveled at how much we had in common and how unimportant the differences seemed. When the husband returned, he was surprised by her blossoming language skills and also suspicious of the friendships that had formed. It has been a little over a year since her first tentative tap at my door. We have continued sharing and teaching our respective traditions, cooking the first Thanksgiving turkey, breaking the fast at Muharram with sweet rice, decorating a Christmas tree, and giving to charity at Ramadan. Even the everyday is a melding of cultures with my husband romping through the yard and digging worms with the boys as we sit on the patio, sipping Arabic coffee flavored with cardamom. The husband has come and gone, now gone for good. The divorce papers arrive from the Middle East via Federal Express. Instead of asking for my recipe for making lemon bars, she asked me how to set up online accounts only she could access. Another neighbor guided her through paperwork at the children's school, the bank, 
an attorney, and for immigration. Today she invited us to a most important event. Her five-year-old is graduating. She spoke about how proud and happy she is for this moment, what her plans are for the future, and why she is so grateful to my husband and me. It was only then I learned the magnitude of her courage in coming to my door, pleading for help. The husband had filled her with lies and self-doubt. We were white and would hate her for being Muslim, he said. We could not be trusted, he assured her. We would harm her and her children, he warned. She was too stupid and weak-minded to learn English, he told her. She was incapable of anything and must do only what he said he demanded. If she did not obey, she would suffer the consequences. He would break her, he threatened. How great must have been her fear and desperation as she knocked on the door of someone she was told hated her and would hurt her. And how great was her courage and determination to push that thought aside, ignore a language barrier, and reach out into the unknown. Help me, she asked. Okay, I smiled. A brief moment, nothing dramatic, nothing extraordinary. Yet it was the moment when she made the decision not to return to her home country until she became an American citizen. It was the moment when she knew the rights and opportunities for her and her children would not be possible anywhere else. It was when confidence in herself and her abilities emerged and the desire surfaced to stand strong. It was when taking control of her life and her future seemed possible. It was also the moment when I recognized a remarkable truth when I realized a single word or act of kindness can change the course of someone's life, when I understood we never know how these moments will come or appreciate where these moments might take us, my moment came as a tap at my door. I am glad I was there to answer. Copyright 2022 Rebecca S. Holder. Rebecca S. Holder lives in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, where she is a member of the Winston-Salem Writers. Early in her career, she wrote for corporate magazines, newspapers, and advertising agencies, but now writes for her own enjoyment. Currently, she is writing a short story collection centered on the fictional town of Brady Creek. Editor's note, Anissa is a pseudonym used to protect privacy. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of 6-Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the seven anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L-Jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next personal story publishing project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.